0: Welcome to Scaling the Summit, Radio Gold Style. Your hosts, Charity Bryan and Sandra K. Sims. I am your technical director, Ginger Erin Brush.
1: Let's get started. Welcome to another exciting episode of Scaling the Summit. We are Radio Gold. I'm Charity Bryan, my co host is Sandra Sims. Buddy,
0: how are you doing today? Woo, pretty, pretty, pretty here in Birmingham. I'm a little tired first day. You know, we're getting mm-hmm. back into school. Yeah. So a little first day, you know, those first day things that all kind of go mm. crazy, a little chaos. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. It's good chaos. We're glad to be back on the good fall semester. There you go. Buddy,
1: I'm a little hot in my office oh, today. No. I need you to Oh know. no, I that's not gonna be good. So, so if if have i you just, hydrated, buddy, I got all kind of hydration okay. going. Okay. It's, it's go. I, I need the air to be turned down, but um anyway. So if I drop at some point, if you don't hear from me again, uh, I've probably like had a heat stroke, but carry on.
0: Oh, All right. Okay. We'll call
1: 911. Okay. okay. Well, yeah,
0: Thank thanks. you. Louisiana. Send,
1: send them to okay. Southeastern Louisiana, KHS okay. building 113B. That'd be okay. great. We'll
0: do that. We'll do that. You know what else is
1: great, buddy? What? Our guest today. Woo! And I'm so Woo! excited yes, to welcome and to speak to our special guest, and very dear friend, Tony Leo. Tony, welcome to Radio Gold. How are you?
2: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
1: Well, we are so excited that you're here, and I uh, can't, can't wait to hear uh, all about you today. We always say this, so when we have our friends on the show, at some point we always go, oh, I learned something new, right? <laughs> something we didn't know about our friends, so we're excited to... Uh, I have a feeling, buddy, that we might learn something new today. Always. Please. Always
0: yeah. about Tony. Yes. I know. Yes, I know.
1: Yes, yes. Yep. Like peeling an onion. We're just going to go layer after layer. Okay. Well, listen, I always uh, introduce the speaker because I know, buddy, you need to go take a break. Uh, and this is this is another really good one. And I got to say, we've had some impressive University of Montevallo representation on the show and that is no different today. So, uh,
0: Monavella yeah. Falcons. Woo, woo. Well, right, Yo. purple or yellow. Purple,
1: or? purple, go! Come on, purple baby. Gold. Okay, sorry, purple sorry, sorry, gold. sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. All right, well, Tony got her bachelor's degree in physical and health education from the University of Montevallo. I'm going to leave out the year because Tony's my dear friend.
2: Very and good. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, the older I get, the more I like it when people leave the year out. So uh, then she went on to get her master's degree in physical education from the University of North Carolina, Greensboro, UNCG. She spent 29 years as a middle and high school physical educator, health educator, dance educator, and coach. Uh, at the eight schools where she coached volleyball, basketball, tennis, and archery, and buddy, you need to pay attention here, was the choreographer of five musicals and show choir.
0: Okay, that does not surprise me. If not, you in know not in the least, Tony Lee. Yes, yeah, uh, not in the least.
1: Not in the least. She also served as assistant professor at Elizabeth City State University in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Uh, Where she was in health and physical education. She also coached volleyball and the men's tennis team and was sponsor of the physical education majors club. Uh, In Alabama, she spent time at the Alabama State Department of Education as the health and physical education specialist. And she retired from uh, her role as a public educator in 2013. However, she has been very busy since that time. And, buddy, if you've noticed a trend, I I am noticing. Yes, it's that the retirees on our show—they
0: just go back to something else. right, right, right. They're not
1: retired. Keep working. Uh, So after her quote retirement, uh, Tony worked with the Alabama Sports Festival Foundation as a consultant for the We Can Fight Obesity Program in Alabama schools. She has done the American Red Cross part-time on-call and adult, child, and pediatric CPR, first aid, and AED instructor. She works with HEAL, our friends at HEAL, healthy eating, active living as a curriculum writer and coordinator for sixth through eighth grade students. She's also part of the Hoover Archery Program in Hoover, Alabama. uh, Also working with USA Olympic Archery, class one and class two as an archery instructor. She coordinates a community program as well for archery with its own outdoor range. And in her non-retirement, she also works, uh, buddy with you at UAB, uh, as an adjunct instructor for kinesiology and human studies, and she's been a sponsor of the Majors Club for six years. And when she's not working in her non-retirement job, she uh, is a member at St. Luke's Episcopal Church and a vocalist, which if you've had the honor and pleasure of hearing Tony sing, she's quite good. So, Buddy, another impressive uh, University of
0: Montevallo alum on the show today. Okay, well, I'm going to let you take a rest because, really, I decided that the intro was so full that I spread it out a little bit. And I'm going to talk a little bit about their awards because, honestly, when somebody has... Oh, by the way, I just want to have a disclaimer. Tony is a dear friend of mine. Y'all need to all know this. So, so clearly, I'm prejudiced. Uh, Tony is... An awesome person, and the awards do not even—there are awards that she should have gotten a million times over, all the time. So, but for the best person in America, she's it. So, I'm going to tell you some of the professional awards because she has been—she's um, been awarded for during those thirty years of service. ASA, Ferdinand Southern District. Uh, she was high school teacher of the year. High school—I'm sorry, high school help teacher of the year. High School Physical Education Teacher of the Year, Southern District High School Physical Education Teacher of the Year, Dance Teacher of the Year. Now, by the way, I never got the Dance Teacher of the Year. I wonder why. Okay, but I am going to say... Buddy, really? Okay. okay. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I just thought I'd throw this out. Now, clearly, um, Dance Teacher of the Year, she should have gotten that every year. Uh, Pathfinder Award, Honor Award, Hoops for Heart Coordinator of the Year. That's just the professional stuff. She coached at the same time. So when we're talking about coaching and teaching she was excellent in both areas she had a state championship boys tennis team at grissom uh she had, was the county basketball coach of the year over the mountain basketball coach of the year county teacher of the year over the mountain teacher of the year oh my gosh there could be millions more because really she deserved it all because she is an awesome person and truly just being buddy. my friend has got to be the greatest gift just kidding just kidding hey buddy was, that hey, that
1: that list of awards made me tired. Yes, that should be. That's a lot
0: because she was the best at everything. Yeah. Okay. So it's time for you to talk, tell me, you know, I love secondary physical education. You know, that, um, and I know you did health education, dance education, but I'm, I'm interested right now. Honestly, why did you enjoy loving staying in that middle secondary middle high school group all those years?
2: A very good question. So um, I think first off, you have to love kids. You have to love that age group kid, all the changes, everything that goes through their life during that time. They are changing to me as dramatically as they are, you know, K through five in different ways. They're, you know, growing into themselves. And, and I grew up babysitting. I grew up teaching tennis, uh, teaching swimming, and I knew that I wanted to do something to make a difference in a child's life. And I felt like that I could model healthy behavior for young people. And part of that was my upbringing from two very great parents that that modeled for me what it was to, to be a um, good citizen, what it was to be um, someone who, who cared about others and not just themselves. And so really, those, those were the main reasons why I, I just love secondary is I just, I just love that age kid. And I love um, making that difference in that age kid. So. And,
0: you know, we need people that's such a volatile time. If you think about your middle school as such an incredible time hormonally, with a, I don't think that's a word hormones are raging, but I think the point is we need caring people during that time because these kids are in a major battle inside their heads and act out in a lot of different ways, and I know, honestly, there there've got to be caring awards that you could have won because you have been that person that does care uh, tremendously for your friends, but you care amazingly for those students, and you you really follow them. Uh, I watch that even at the level that you're at now with here, are, with as an adjunct for UAB, you are very um, your your relationship is long, longer, it lasts longer than that classroom because you really do care. And I think that that's amazing. So this teaching thing, so staying in the secondary, you stayed 30 years there and you taught, but you also coached. So I'm interested, you know, we had all these, we named these awards, but tell me, I mean, why did you love coaching at, and all those, I mean, everywhere you went, you coached and that's, you know, to be able to balance both of that. And I'll, I'll ask you that in a minute, but, Honestly, just tell me about the coaching experience and what did you love the most that, about well,
2: that? Well, being a former college athlete and, and you know, many of us can, can relate to that. You know, obviously the competition. You know, I, I love the competition and I really love watching the improvement of an athlete over the four years or the three years or however long I got to, to touch their life. Seeing students grow to be confident And I coached both boys and girls and just watching them grow in confidence and then keeping up with them years later, kind of like what you said, Sandra, receiving an invitation to their college graduation, uh, receiving um, uh, wedding announcements, um, having them call me, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, how they got my phone number. I have no idea. I didn't give it to them, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Um, and just when, when, you know, they had their first baby and just including me in their life as mm-hmm. if somehow i was an important part you know getting facebook messages that said um i know i never told you this mm-hmm. but you know you made a difference in my life i may not have shown it to you at the time but but now looking back i can see the you know the lessons you taught and it's those kind of moments that just resonate with me and let me know that, that God had me in the right place at the right time, so.
0: But I think that sometimes we measure success by state championships, but there's so many successful things that happen inside of the gyms and the practice court, the whatever, wherever we're, what all the different things that you're on, but it's that in-between moment where you have a, have a conversation with them, that are life changing, as opposed to, you know, state championship banners and rings and pictures and, and even though you've done that, and I think that that's that says a lot about you. Now, I want to ask one more question, then I'm going to turn the mic over to my friend. But looking at, we we talk a lot about to our undergraduate and our candidates about trying to find this balance because clearly in secondary, secondary there's not a good balance because there are people that coach and teach physical education that really 90% or a hundred percent is on coaching and very little is on the teaching area. How do you get that? I mean, you were, if that's what I, I want the listeners to hear, you were a person that did halfway either way, you were successful at both in both areas. I mean, success at all areas but yet you maintain this balance. Uh, come on, there has to be some magic pill that we can, that we can share with our listeners on what's going to make the difference. So tell us.
2: Well, part of it is making that decision to, to do what's right. Okay, that it starts with that. It starts with that embedded, which was embedded on me, in me at the University of Montevallo and which continues to be embedded in me with the professionals that I surround myself, that, that kids matter, mm. okay? Your physical education kids matter, your athletes matter, and everybody else in between. So I think the balance or the support comes from the professionals you surround yourself with and your family. Your family has to know that this is a passion. They have to know this and they're willing to to let you live out your passion. I think they have to be willing to let you live that out. Mm -hmm. And I think by surrounding yourself with professionals, you keep. Steady on what's important in your life, and that means teaching first and coaching second. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can look around and you can see on the football fields on the basketball court, in an athletic, you know, area, and you can see coaches coaching, and they are fantastic teachers. Mm-hmm. They really are. They're awesome teachers. The The disconnect is whether they choose to be that good teacher for that that average kid, that regular kid. And I think you have to... You have to make that decision. What what are you going to do? And, you know, just some nuts and bolts behind that is time management. Okay. And trial and error. And, um, you know, some days are better than other days. Some days you'll be really prepared and other days you'll be like, okay, that lesson was a big flop. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I didn't really spend the time. And it's, it's keeping your heart focused on what's right, which is, what you're doing in that physical education class to me is going to have far more ramifications than what you do with that elite group of athletes, Mm -hmm. because whether you're there or not, they're going to find a coach to coach that. But it's that physical education teacher that, and I, and I'm kind of moving forward a little bit, but it's that physical education teacher that shows that care for whether or not you can do a skill or not, that shows you that, hey, let's try it again. Let's let's find a way to be successful, to, to find a love for movement. To me, that is what's the most important because those are the very people that will be out in this world and they'll be living their lives without a, a pro uh, contract. And they'll be living their lives and they'll be advocating for physical education or they won't be mm. and, to me, that's, I want them to not only be healthy and to love movement, but I want them to be advocating for a healthy lifestyle.
0: Perfect. Well spoken. Yeah. Nice
2: job.
1: Buddy, no wonder uh, Tony teaches for y'all. Okay, I, I told you. And, and no, Jeez. she cannot
0: come to Louisiana. Okay. No. All
1: right. No, oh, all she's right. staying
0: right here. Bye-bye. Sorry Bye. about right. that.
1: <laughs> Tony, you have been so involved uh, with professional leadership over your career, not only at the state level, but also the district level. You've ser- served the Alabama AFERT as uh, vice president of physical education, vice president of health. Uh, you've been a district representative, the vice president of dance. You've served AAFord as president um, at the state department of ed, uh, your master health teacher. Uh, you know, I'm just curious, where did this kind of first level of involvement come from and how did it lead to leadership in, in our organizations? And why did you, you know, why did you choose to spend your time there, especially with the leadership part?
2: Well, uh, you know, again, I have to go back to my undergraduate program. At my undergraduate, it, it wasn't a choice. Hmm. This is what you're going to do this is the expectation and you don't want to disappoint anybody. Okay. This is just how it was. And, you know, you either embrace that or, or you worked your way out of the program. I mean, I mean, really, there was just no two ways. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, not everybody who graduated from Montevallo became leaders and all that stuff, but, but they knew the expectation. And so I think that as well as other professionals when I got out believed and thought that I might could be someone who could lead. They actually believed that, that I might could be successful at a leadership role and they were willing to give me that opportunity. And so it was through personal invitation that I got involved. And then once I got involved, it was obvious the energy, the excitement, the love, the passion, and you can't help but um, be motivated by that. You see great things happening, you see um, people that are excited about what they do, and, and it's contagious. And, you know, uh, people always talk about our fall conference and how that kind of gives them a boost. Um, Well, just being around professionals of like minds, that we're all there for the well-being, the health uh, of children in our state and beyond. And once you start talking and collaborating with those people, I mean, really, the sky's the limit. And and I I just fell into that excitement. And that's how I, I wanted more and more and more. So.
1: Tony, I think if I had to guess, I'd say 98% of our guests have the same response about, you know, why did you get involved? How did you get involved? And it was all their undergraduate experience, you know, so I hope we're, I hope we're leaving a legacy of that as well for our newer students. I know it's a lot more challenging today to, you know, tell a a student, Hey, you've got it. You got to go to Baton Rouge for this meeting, or you've got to go to, to Birmingham or wherever. Um, there's a little bit more challenge there today, but, uh, I, it's uncanny how many people said, you know, it was really my undergrad that kind of, they made me and I, and I went and I loved it. So, you know, I would ask Tony, you know, in terms of the leadership piece, I think that personal invitation that you talked about is really important because I don't know that a lot of people just sort of, you know, inherently go home one day and think, you know, I'd probably be a great leader. Let me, let me go sign up for this thing. Right. It's, it's that personal invitation. Hey, we think you'd be great. We'd love it if you would agree to run for the whatever, the council, the committee, the, the board, whatever it is. What would you tell others, um, whether it's a young professional or a future professional in one of our programs, maybe it's a young professional who's just graduated in the last couple of years, or maybe they're a seasoned veteran that you know, really has a lot to share. Um, if, if they're kind of interested What would you say to them to to help them kind of cross that line of becoming a leader, maybe in their state association?
2: Well, again, you know, if I recognize somebody's potential as a leader, you know, and and I'm not saying that I can recognize everybody's potential as a leader, but I think um, telling them that they can go for it, and the deal is, there's so much support around Mm -hmm. you there's so many people in this state in Louisiana and other states of people that feel the same passion that we feel that that you can be hooked up with and that you can if if you fall if you don't know what's going on if you you know feel like you can't do something, or you're not sure that that they can give you the entire lowdown of what it means. And again, it's that one-on-one sort of a mentorship mm-hmm. between a professional that's sort of that veteran or let leader, and then a, a newbie, mm-hmm. and and you hook those people together for a time period. And you know, will all of them turn out to be leaders? Will all of them probably not? But without that. Then you just are sort of putting it to chance and you're hoping uh, that that they'll stick with it. But I think I think it's that it's that active mentorship Mm -hmm. and people that are on that leadership side willing to to go to those new new folks, those new future professionals or, or just become professionals and bring them along in the fold. Isn't I will that, say, okay, yeah, sorry, sorry,
1: buddy. I don't know if it's our field. You know, I, I kind of used to make uh, light of the accountants a lot. I, I just don't think the accounting people are having as much fun as we are, like at their <laughs> conferences. But then I stopped because I thought, well, it's possible an accountant might listen to our show one day, but I kind of doubt it. But uh, Tony, I don't know about you. Uh, in our field, I don't think I have ever once asked anybody for help, advice, whatever, that they didn't say yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, literally to the person, because, you know, so many times when you reach out to that person and you say, hey, would you be willing to run for whatever? The next, the very next sentence is I will help you. I'll give you my notebook. I'll, uh, you know, whatever I can do. Our field, I think is just so full of people willing to help. And you can take that leap a little bit more easily.
2: Yeah. I think it's just by the nature of who we are, our passion for, helping people be the best they can be mm-hmm. you know we're, we're we've got little people you know middle sized people high school I, I'm trying to make the people that I touch the best they can be mm-hmm. and so when you get in a professional position and you see somebody coming up you want them to be the best they can right. be because then it just helps the whole profession it helps all yeah, of us so exactly
0: but I think I think what was real important and of course everything you said is important but I'm saying. Having somebody, you said someone encouraged you, someone nominated you, someone told you, hey, you have something to share. And, you know, you don't know what those meetings are like. I missed, uh, there was a window that I went off after being on Aceford's board for like 25 years, I stepped off for just a window and I felt very, I felt like something was missing because it's like a family. It's it, and it is correct. I, there are people there that have answers. I don't have all the answers, but and you, but asking somebody and being around state leaders, uh, it's it's pretty amazing. But I do think what you said was something that we've had that said on this podcast before, is that somebody usually had to have one person encourage them, and all you needed that one because I I remember when somebody asked me to be secretary for Aceford and I went, me me, and I'm thinking, I don't have anything, but it was, again, the greatest yes, the best yes I did by walking forward, and then meeting, and then the rest is history, so anyway, great, great stuff, uh, you know, looking at, honestly, this, I think if anybody's listening, and they don't know you, as well as Charity and I know you, they'll hear your heart, you, you have, there's a passion, it, it's not, it's not made up, I mean, you can hear it, there's a passionate, caring person that we're interviewing today. Uh, I wanna share with the listeners what a lot of people don't know about you, about your volunteerism. You volunteer for Habitat for Humanity, food assistance programs for a a church in this area. You're a church leader in your choir and also volunteer at the American Red Cross, uh, University of Montevallo, National Alumni Board, um you are involved with, and in that board, you've held up like a zillion positions in the alumni board, but in most, most impressively, you've been in that presidential rotation, those three years, the elect president and past president, which you well, currently I, are.
2: Actually, Sandra, it was six years.
0: Okay, excuse me.
2: <laughs> just want to correct. <laughs> six, six
0: years of being president in that presidential work?
2: Two, two, two president and two. elect to president to past
0: president hey is not messing around are they
2: okay yeah
0: wow okay wow (laughs) that is a long executive term okay I I appreciate you bringing that to me that makes it even more impressive thank you thank you for making sure I know that but you know in all the stuff we do it's usually one 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 so sorry I made that assumption uh Montevallo Hall of Fame Committee, the Montevallo Strategic Planning Committee, and you can kind of get the sit, the system. She really loves that Montevallo Falcon campus. So the biggest thing is she's also done great things. She is a person who who goes to and does registration at fall conference for Asaford. Um, she and Susan both are always right there at the at the desk, day in and day out, from early morning to late, organizing that group of people. But but she also did it for the summit charity. Did you know that she was that person? Uh, oh, buddy. I knew. Yeah. Trust oh, me. Okay. Oh yeah. You are, okay. Did you, <laughs>
1: yeah, did you tackle I, I, you I probably her Maybe. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You're well, thank- one of my close friends. Okay. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to say. There's no doubt you have a servant heart. i I know mama and daddy prepared you well, but I need to know seriously what's in it for you why is serving no why is serving others because you do it clearly here you are helping me and we know how adjuncts get paid very nominally but i'm going to be honest with you your servant heart and most of these things are non-paying positions i when i say what's in it for you i'm i'm really serious what what is it why do you love to serve others
2: I can only take it back to my faith and I believe that this is what we're called to do on earth. I truly do. Um, Through, through service, you know, you are served through lifting someone else. You too are lifted up. And to me, teaching is, is a service. It is a mission and it's driven by, you know, your heart and it's driven by the love of who you're serving and your, your passion for what you're doing to make them the best human being they can be. And again, if the world spent more time building, building each other up, if we spent more time building each other up, you know, can you only imagine what a great world we would have instead of, instead of, you know, and we all, and I'm not saying I'm perfect in this at all. I'm not. Uh, But the divisiveness and the looking for the downside and looking for, you know, what's in it for me instead of I make my fellow man feel better about themselves, then maybe they can make someone else feel better about themselves. If I can help somebody uh move better or enjoy movement i feel like i've done them a service a lifetime service um you know i just think that this is what we're called to do um by by faith and um by what i believe that that god has put us on this earth to do is to love and serve each other
0: but i think that's powerful it's like the book about uh, how full is your bucket, but your bucket And when you give to others, it actually fills your own bucket. It's not what you, it's not why you do it. And I I surely wasn't trying to, in the questioning, wasn't trying to say, but your service is so, is so big to you, Mm -hmm. but there's no doubt you get great gifts, the feeling, the feeling that you get and incredibleness. So uh, well done. (laughs) All right, Tony, I'm going to take
1: us back to physical education. You ready? Yeah. All right. So this is past, present, and future. So I'm curious, what changes have you seen as you kind of look back over your career in our field that you go, wow, good for us, or maybe not good for us?
2: Okay. Well, uh, (laughs) I think that the expectation, again, I go back to that word because I think it all starts with expectation. And, And this is a classroom management tool that I use is expectation. I think um, the expectation for a top-notch secondary physical education program, that desire in every school has declined. The the non-athlete student, to me, needs a quality physical education program so they can be encouraged to appreciate movement and activity. I think athletes need a quality physical education program because I can't tell you how many um, students that that just zeroed in on one activity in their, and y'all know what I'm talking about, in their um, high school, uh, college time. And then once it's over, they don't know how to stay healthy. They've only known one thing in their life and, and that was either taken away or they couldn't do it anymore. And so now where are they? You know, so, so I think that decline is, is, is worrisome for me. And um, you know, these are the very students that, that will be our citizens. These are the students that will be our community. These will be our lawmakers. These will be all the folks out there that will make decisions about how education money is spent. And, um, you know, if they're not around long enough to, to make good decisions and advocate because we didn't teach them, then, then shame on us. Um, so I, it really concerns me about that.
1: Hey, buddy, before we go on, you know, to Tony's point, there are a lot of uh, football programs that I'm aware of that have put in yoga and dance and all of these other things to try to help their athletes. Of course, that's, they want them to be better football players, but I I think I I always kind of go good for him or her that's incorporating other types of movement into this one, you know, you have one lane, stay in your lane, but, but there are some, and I think, more and more that are catching on to wow, different types of movement are are actually helpful
0: to our sport, and, and I I I would love it if that would catch on more. I think that's a great point, and I think that the the biggest thing is, I, you know, we oftentimes and I that hit me to it, to be truthful. I had a I had an athlete that you know this is when we used to have athletes that had athletic period, and it was early in my career, and. She went on to play college ball, everything that we wanted her. I mean, it was perfect. She called me after she finished and said, what now? Mm. You know, I've only trained for volleyball. And boy, you talking about making me feel, and I went, I, how did I miss that with my athletes? And that was one of the, that was a changing time in my career as a coach that I started saying, nope, we're not we're, we're going to move and we're, we're going to do like the life program. We're going to do the fitness education program where they see other things. They, they, they can see that there's a bigger world that when they do finish playing. So I think that that's a, a powerful thing, but I actually had that hit me as a phone call. And when I realized that it was, it was on my watch, she didn't get that earlier. It's, it's a powerful thing. It did change me. And I'm thankful that she called because it made me uh, reorganize the way I thought about athletics during those class times. But uh, in as we keep moving through this physical education and we talk about we just talk about the past and we look at the present today, you're actually working with our future professionals, which I'm very proud of. And I, I, I will not let her go to Louisiana. Sorry about that, buddy. I, I really that's, that's just the way it you're goes. such a you're such a giver, I, I, but not in that. Nope. No, <laughs> I'm keeping her. Okay. But the, the point is, I'm interested for you to tell everybody here what's probably the most important thing for you to share to future professionals today.
2: Well, the first thing I, I, I try to share to, with them is that, you know, teaching is a calling. Teaching mm-hmm. is something that has to be motivated intrinsically. It, it, it can't be, well, you know, when you look out at what are the benefits, the perks, you know, material wise, it's not there so you have to be driven by the love and desire for making a difference in another human being's life i mean bottom line you, you know you you've got that person or those kids for 4 years 5 years depending on what level you're at you know you have got this awesome responsibility you are molding this person and you can use that power for good or you can use that power for bad. And so this is this powerful, awesome responsibility that you don't take lightly. And for some folks, you know, it's too much. And, and their burnout happens very quickly. Um, but, you know, overall, you, you've got you've to not only talk the talk, but you got to walk the talk. And so kids don't miss a thing; they see every move you make, and realizing that that you know what you say and what you do needs to be parallel to each other. They need to be moving hand in hand. And so kids don't just do as I say and not as I do. That that's way out. Um, you have to walk the talk. You have to be that consistent person, and you have to make them a priority. They have to know that you care about them. And you do that through your caring and your love and your relationship building, but also your planning and your preparation and the things that, that get you ready every day and get you fired up to make a difference. You got to have that energy. You got to have energy. If you don't have energy, if you're a slug, like I tell the kids, I said, if you're not a morning person, oh, you better become one <laughs> because you can't walk down the hallway at seven thirty in the morning, you know, with your head buried in, in your cu- cup of coffee or whatever, and not greet those kids and say, today's going to be a wonderful day. I can't wait to see you in class. You have to be that person. Yeah. You know, you just have to be perfect. You know?
1: All right, Tony, so on to the future. Uh, you've, you know, you, you've served at every level in terms of our uh, professional organizations. You've been a teacher, a state administrator, and a university instructor. You work with future professionals. You know, I thought your comments about secondary were so uh, important and spot on, as Sandra pointed out, everywhere I've ever been, and you start talking about what's the student teaching landscape like, right? And it's like, oh, man, we have, you know, 15 great elementary programs all within, you know, a 15-mile radius, and we're, we're great there. And you go, okay, well, how about middle school? Well, yeah, we, you know, we got a handful. We, we got – we're okay. You go, how about the high school placements? Oh, 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 gosh. And, you know, it, it just seems like every everybody's in that same boat. I'm curious, and your comments, again, about secondary was just so um, – just spot on what do you think we need to do to improve quality physical education in our schools regardless of the level but uh, you know if you want to speak to secondary feel free
2: okay well i i I think it be it starts at the top Mm. i believe it stop starts at the top administrators must see that physical education is important and relevant or it will be a continual struggle educators. Now that's not the whole piece. That's not the whole piece. And I'm going to, I'm just going to read my answer because I've got it written down. (laughs) You go girl. Yeah, because I want to make sure I get these points. Uh, Administrators can do this by providing funding for adequate number of physical education teachers, promoting continuing education for teachers, and holding physical education teachers accountable for their planning, preparation, and execution of their classes on a daily basis.
0: Woo, well said, well said.
2: Now, is this being done? You know, yeah. So the deal is this, you've got to have somebody in that role that thinks physical education is important. Okay, so then I I pose this to my students that I teach at UAB. What makes an administrator think that your program is important? Well, number one, it's you. You have to be your biggest cheerleader. You have to be your biggest advocate. You almost have to be that squeaky wheel, that squeaky engine, that pain in the you-know-where, okay, which sometimes put you at odds, (laughs) not that I've ever been at odds with a principal, uh, no, and neither of y'all, right, but, you know, Mm. it's, it's done, it's done for the love of kids, you see, it all goes back to what's best for our children, what's best for their future, what's best for, not for me, heck, it's a lot more work it's a lot more things, but but if if you've got an administrator that supports you and says, you know what, we'll let you do that health fair. Yeah, we'll let you do that physical education night and do the parents. We'll let you do that promo and invite that uh, TV, you know, station to come in and watch what you're doing. You know, if you get that, then now is when you've got that advocate at the top, and now is when teachers will stop asking you to take your kids out of class to finish a test or work for their class. Mm-hmm. So you have to, it, it, it starts at the top, but, but the top needs help from that educator. And you gotta give the administrator a reason why they should think your program is special. Why are you special?
0: So I'm thinking maybe you should run for governor. <laughs> because <about all that. laughs> I, need, I need some administrators that have this kind of fire. This would well, be, this is, this is awesome. I mean, really, honestly, we know it. Is, and I think you're, you're right. Uh, administrators make or break us. And it's sad to say that teachers have to, or that somebody has to have somebody watching over them. Some people can do things because they do it for the good. And then others do it because they have to be held accountable. And I think that you've hit mm-hmm. some very powerful statements there. Now we're going to move to some other statements that, that are going to get, um, I, I don't want you to, I, I want you to just give me the, the what's in your, the, the quickest thing that's in your head, because you. I can't even imagine that I'm asking you this question after listening to all this and me knowing you anyway, but I'm going to ask you anyway. If you had to choose another profession, what would it have been? I have an idea (laughs) that it might have to do with something, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to close my mouth and see what it could, if it's something that you say.
2: Well, there's no doubt that I, I would have loved to have been an actress. A dancing
0: actress.
1: I was going to say Broadway.
0: I was going to say dancer. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay, Broadway actress. Okay, this. LA, Broadway. Okay, can I just say it's not too late. I'm thinking. <laughs> no, it's no not. and clearly you have the Energizer Buddy uh, energy, and so you might as well. But you can't leave UAB. So, so wait, wait, wait. hey, buddy, buddy,
1: <laughs> can I can I call time out? Yes, you can. Okay, so Tony, if you were going to be an actress, perfect world. So, like, would you want to be on a soap opera? Would you want to be on like Dateline? What What do you What, what do you want to do?
2: Well, first, I would want to be on Broadway.
1: Okay, that's number one. I would want to one. be on stage. Okay, okay. And
2: then, Dancing you know, and dancing, singing.
1: Acting, singing. And singing
2: and singing, okay. The whole triple threat here. Okay. Ooh. The whole deal. And then, you know, after that was for a while, then I could fly to LA uh-huh. and um, maybe pick up a, a movie contract, you know, and star Ooh. in a action film you know Ooh, action, action okay cool
0: Oh yeah I, I want All to do right. my own stunts <laughs> oh wow okay clearly buddy this uh, is uh, where I, we're I, learning I, something okay this is but I, I I really in my head I didn't want to taint it the question answer but I was going dance 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 you went show 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 and it it's exactly where you should be so I'm just going to be honest with you we're going to be your promotional uh, uh whatever the people are Agent. that get agents oh, oh they'll be calling re- after this show post <laughs> believe me okay yeah. well uh that actually was actually a great answer so even if you're having to leave the teacher profession uh i believe people need to see this uh triple threat hey
1: buddy i gotta tell you when i hear the words triple threat i don't automatically think singing dancing and acting was that the yes. third one yes yeah. yeah. that is not i understand where my you haven't i
0: got it it's okay
1: okay all right tony what's some good advice that you were given early on in your career and who gave you that advice?
2: Okay, well, I'll be honest. I can't remember who gave me the advice, but somebody did. I know it was probably somebody in, a, in my professional community early on um, in my career, but they gave me the advice. I think I've mentioned it really because I, I pass it on. Sometimes you can only Make the world that you touch the best that it can be. And you have to let go of convincing others to follow your lead. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my biggest frustrations. It's, it's hard to not think that everybody wants to teach like I do or like you do, Sandra, or charity, or, you know, and I'm not saying we're perfect because because I've got lots to learn and I can still improve. But, you know, I think kids deserve the very best that we have. If we're truly gonna be, do our profession right, they deserve our very best and they don't deserve leftovers. And so sometimes, and when kids, and I'll just tell you real quick, sometimes when kids would say, <laughs> believe i'm saying this but i know you can relate to this sandra you know when we'd have different teachers in the gymnasium or on the field why did they get to do that Yep. and we're doing this and i would tell my kids because i care about you all and i care about you learning the love of movement and you learning what we're doing here and these skills and that that you matter so much to me that I'm prepared every day to teach mm-hmm. you something positive for your life. And so it's just, you know, you can't touch everybody, mm-hmm. but you can touch the world that's within your grasp. And if you can make a difference with that group, then to me, that's all you can ask any teacher.
0: Ooh, whoever said that to you, that's a powerful statement. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, and it really kind of goes right into my next question. You know, there have been people that have influenced everybody that's been on the show. We've we we have people. We give you it's it's your chance to really do a shout out to to go. You know, this person was there. They influenced my career. <clears throat> I'm not going to give you a number. I'm just going to say, what do you think? Give me give me some of the people that you do you wanna you wanna give a shout out to. All
2: right. So first off, um, my parents. You know, neither one of them was in education. N- none of my family's in education. So they had no idea what it meant to be a teacher. They just know, knew they wouldn't be one. <laughs> and, but yet it didn't matter. You know, they instilled in me that I could do anything. I could be anything. I could, you know, I could go for my dream, whatever that dream was, and they supported me in it. So I know many of us have parents like that. Some of us may be unfortunate and don't have parents that way. But I'm telling you, my parents, they were behind me all the way, even when I cried, even when I frustrated, even when I lost my job, even when it didn't matter. They said, Tony, you know, you're going to be OK. OK, you're going to be all right. And they just believed in me. So my parents, my mentor at University of Montevallo, Jeanette Crew, which most of you know, or uh, Charity, you said you know. I, I've, I've, yep. Know I've met her. Um, she believed that I could do anything I put my mind to. And she, um, gave me a leadership role. She taught, she coached me. Um, she told me you are going to UNCG (laughs) because you're going to have a great master's program. Not that Montevallo wasn't great, but you know, she, she didn't want me to go just anywhere. She said, Tony, you go to a tough program and I'm not going to recommend you for anywhere else. So, you know, it was that kind of confidence that made a difference. And then, and then lastly, somebody that y'all probably have not heard of for a long time, but Tom Ford. Mm. Tom Ford was an Asaford president way back in the eighties. And he's the one who called me on the phone and said, Tony, will you be a district eight representative from North Alabama? It was that personal invitation Mm -hmm. that made me feel so special, Mm. okay? And I was a fairly brand new teacher and I'm like, oh my gosh, they've called me. How do they know me? You know, How can anybody know me? And I'm telling you from there, it started me on this beautiful career path of professionalism, leadership, a community of wonderful teachers to to learn from, to build up, and, um, you know, it, it just, it started the career.
0: That's perfect. Thank you. Hey, wonderful.
1: Tony. Yeah, the, you know what? I, w- I want to give a shout out to Mary Leo, uh, because, you know, we have all known and loved Mary Leo for many, many years, and we have so many people on our show, as you can imagine, that, uh, you know, moms are a big deal. We're working on a, some kind of mom bumper sticker, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I know both of your parents were, were near and dear to you, but, but we're so lucky to have known Mary, uh, you know, and keep in touch and keep track of her through you. So uh, we just want to give a shout out there. I'm sure she'll listen to the podcast, buddy. We'll probably have 38 oh, listeners will. by the I'm time positive. we're done. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but I want yeah. to
0: go ahead. And, I'm going to go ahead and say this because I think that this is real important. My mother is no longer on this earth, but there are two people on this show right now who have alone me their mother, <laughs> that I'm like the adopted child. You're the favorite. I don't, uh, okay. I don't understand that at all. Patsy, but whatever. Patsy Bryan loves me. And I know I'm not, I'm not her number one, but she has accepted me as, as one. And Mary Leo always asks about me. Oh. We, we, there's something about, it. so I just need y'all both to know. Number one, I'm proud that you still have your mom and what a gift that is. Yeah. Truthfully. And I'm just going to say, thanks for sharing both your moms with me. Hey, buddy, if only we had
1: a stature a little bit more like our moms, oh. like my mom and Mary Leo, buddy. Okay. We would, but we do, you so baby, do you remember, do you remember baby
0: Joyce? Do you know what baby Joyce was? She was. Yeah. Okay. I clearly. Yes. She I don't know was. how, I don't know how anybody we came remember, from these people. I believe I was adopted because clearly there is no, I, I'm <laughs> that little petite, i I'm with it, you, buddy. It skipped lots of people. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> that is a for a different show. But I am going to be honest with you. Thank you both. Honestly, you you both have very incredible mothers, very powerful women that that developed great great people. But please tell please tell Mary, and I hope she listens to the show, that she means a lot to us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, Tony,
1: you were part of the group, as Sandra said a little bit earlier. Uh, that helped to roll out and make successful the inaugural first ever Health and Physical Literacy Summit right there in Birmingham, literally down the hill from your house uh, in February 2020. And we always say it was really the last place any of us went uh, because only a couple of weeks later, we, you know, the world changed so radically. So, you know, when you think about the summit, uh, what role do you see the summit playing in providing professional development for Health educators, physical educators, the other professionals in our field?
2: Well, I I just really think this organization will provide just tremendous benefits to health and physical education teachers in America. I mean, all over the nation. Good teachers are begging for professional development at the highest level. And I happen to know the majority of the founding members of this group. And to me, that passion that we talk about that you have to have in teaching these folks have it not only as teachers or former teachers but also passionate folks that want to provide these valuable uh tools for new teachers and they they've got such a wealth of knowledge and and the knowledge base is so wide and 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 different and you know Again, we're all uh, about this, um, you know, contact list, and we all know individuals all over. And you know, part of being a great physical education person is is having contacts and having networking. And and through, I mean, through this network of tremendous individuals, I don't think any goal is unachievable for this organization. I truly do, and and I would help with any leadership role that I'm called to do. Because this is, this is just a fabulous organization and one greatly needed for our profession.
1: Well, thank you for that. And it is noted that Tony Leo volunteered live and on the air to do anything. Anything. That's what I, just heard, buddy. Yeah, I did. Is I, that I, what you heard? I, I, yes.
0: And we're going to capture that well. and, <laughs> yep. and send that to everybody. Thank you. She is yep. it. Because
1: really, she's it. Tony, real quick, do you have a favorite memory from February 2020 when we were all actually together in oh. person? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. So, huh? I
2: was fortunate enough to, to get asked to be a part of the silent auction. Okay.
0: Which is, by the way, a favorite memory it of a is. lot of people. Oh, yep. good. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I'm thinking that it might have had something to do with something that you were part of.
2: Yeah. So, so anytime I have an opportunity to dress up and to look a certain part, and to have just a wonderful um, young man by the name of Brian on my arm, walking me around. And that's, that's the guy
1: that's two doors down, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Can you hear me, Brian? Uh, it it was wonderful to to celebrate all of the the auction items and to just get to have fun, because that's part of all these conferences It's not only do do we learn so much and we um, collaborate and we get that energy built back up, but we get to have fun. And so I just, that was my most favorite of all. So.
0: And, and you know what, that was, that was a very important time. I was a little stressed because I was at the door uh, trying to collect and get everybody in that I don't. So I, I'm looking forward to this year being a little bit less stressed because I was so worried that everything was going to be pulled up because clearly I think I asked you to be Vanna very late mm-hmm. in the process. And you know, what's so funny, I need the listeners to know this. Now you can ask a lot of people to, Hey, do you have this, this, this person was able to clean up in a, at, 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 we're at a conference that's active and mm-hmm. she went from an active state of clothing to Vanna White. And we're talking, it was, it it was amazing. And uh, clearly, I don't kind of keep those kind of, you know, I don't know, clothing. You don't, you don't keep an evening don't, gown in your truck, buddy? I don't, I don't. Okay. And well, clearly, she shocking. had it. Thank you. But she had it. And it was, it was great. And so truthfully, I'm going to go ahead and go on record. We do have the 22 summit and i'm already asking for vanna and if you would just go two doors down charity yeah. and ask ryan yeah. that i really we need this same we need pat sajak we, we need pat, because honestly it was that was part of that and brian campbell coming in and being the MC and all the oh, yeah. stuff that went on uh behind the scene i mean y'all y'all had the show so truthfully uh i hope that that will come back so i'm, I'm glad it was a nice memory for you Buddy, I am glad so many people had
1: such a great time while we were
0: sweating bullets. Yes. Trying yeah, to make worked, sure this thing really. worked. I, and, and clearly, whenever I when keep saying that, mm. I'm going, I uh, missed this. I mm. clearly was at the door and I missed all the the beads. I think it, I, I was mean, selling was, beads person think, to person, <laughs> literally. I don't know, but it was, it was great. Okay. Listen. All right, Tony. So this is
1: rapid fire. So no need to think, just say, you know uh fun personal questions you ready yeah I'm ready. all right when you were a kid what did you want to be when you grew up
2: okay this is really off the wall I-, I wanted to be a scientist
1: okay all right very good okay that did you have like a little chemistry set or
2: something well I just you know thought <laughs> this is
1: rapid fire it you're sorry really- sorry buddy sorry I had a,
2: a follow-up to, to discover things and learn things and okay I always like it- to learn
0: All right, there you go. Okay, this is what happens to our rapid fire every week. uh, Every time. (laughs) Really? She she goes, This is gonna be rapid fire. And then she always does this (laughs) follow-up. But buddy, weren't you You fascinated to know why Tony wanted to be a scientist? But she followed the rules and you went off script as usual. Okay, if you could live anywhere else, where would that be?
2: San Diego, California.
0: Oh, boy I want to
1: follow up on that too go ahead go so ahead. when she gets that job in LA she'll have a little summer <laughs> home in San okay. Diego this, it will yes. it that'll it, it, totally work all right uh Tony your favorite meal to eat or cook
2: Mexican Oh yeah. way
1: no surprise there no beach or mountains
2: tough one but it has to be beach
1: mm-hmm. all right uh favorite musician or band
2: Well, I've got one of each. So my favorite musician is a singer that we all know and love. I hope it's Barbara Streisand. Mm. And my favorite group of all times has got to be the Eagles.
0: Okay. Very good choices. Okay. Uh, What is the best advice that your mom, your precious mother (laughs) gave you? I'm interested. And this could be, if it, if, uh, do, we don't need and, to cut this. And, we don't need hey, to edit. If and Tony, how old is Mary Leo now? Were you-
2: 90 years old. Wow. Um, awesome. And one, and just, just says that she will be walking without her walker by the end of September. There you go. So uh, you I know, believe my, her. My mother sets a goal and <laughs> mm-hmm. I do not think that's not possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. She is used to goals. It doesn't matter how old she is. She's there you go. So
0: genetics.
2: Um, wow. So um, this is, we may have to uh, cut this, but I, my <laughs> first, my first job, I, I really, I really, in my first week, I broke out in hives. I had hives all over my stomach. I was so nervous. I, I wanted to be, you know, the best teacher I could be. And, you know, it sort of, thrown out there with these kids and I was in high school and, you know, I looked like I could be in high school. And so it was really, it was tough to, to, you know, do that line, that, that boundary is really tough. So I call my mom and I'm like, mom, you know, these kids are just, you know, questioning me and blah, 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 blah. You know, they don't look like they're paying attention, all this stuff. And she said, let me tell you something. When, when you get nervous in front of all those kids, okay, and you have those butterflies in your stomach, you just think of them as all being naked, or in their underwear, and then you'll laugh, and then you'll enjoy the rest of the time.
0: Mary so Leah, I, I, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I've learned something about your mom today, so that's interesting, okay.
2: When I look out there, <laughs> I would just go, Okay, there's okay. just a bunch of little naked kids. <laughs> uh, running around. Running around. <laughs> and y'all just, you know, come on. So really it lightened yeah. my, my mood and it, it took the seriousness off of what I, you know, kind of what I went in there yeah. with. And uh, she even gave, gave me a little frame with a bunch of little like, like uh, drawings of like little naked people, you know, not with any, <laughs> anything, yeah. anything that just stick, a- stick
0: people people yeah, stick right.
2: <laughs> exactly
1: no, nobody my, call the feds it was please.
2: it was in my bathroom <laughs> and when i would get ready in the morning i'd look at that picture and i'd go <laughs> i could do this <laughs> please
0: tell me you'll take a picture of that i you gotta have to have it oh man I don't
2: have it oh, oh i know
0: no but i
2: know darn it oh I don't man have it. okay but uh, oh. <laughs> it, it helped me get through those first, that first semester that I was just so wanting to be the best teacher I could be. And, you know, just, you know how it is, just kind of difficult there when you're young and they're young and they're one or two years difference in your age. I, tough, so. Mary well, Leo you.
1: is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yes,
2: Yes. yes. <laughs> All
1: right, Tony, describe for us a perfect weekend for you.
2: Okay, so I've got lots of perfect weekends because I I live a blessed life, Mm -hmm. and and I'm I'm so blessed to be healthy and happy and have a great life, but one of my most perfect weekends is really camping with friends. I'm fortunate enough to have a camper, to hike on a cool fall morning Mm -hmm. with friends and and my dog, Chapel.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Which
1: we thought might have been Chappelle at first. We (laughs) weren't Sure. You know, Tony always has kind of a a flair for the arts. And so we we did wonder for a long time if maybe it was Chappelle. Well it's Chapel. There
2: there, there would have been a little hyphen mark. Oh, (laughs) oh, we should have known.
1: We should have known.
2: Made sure the right English Mm, grammar grammar was there. It is chapel. And also just eating great food because usually when we camp with friends, everybody brings. know we have a dinner at this camper and a dinner at that camper and a dinner you know and and just bring food and then we sit around the campfire and just laugh and enjoy nature and just we just do a lot of laughing and it's just i mean you're you're there in god's world and it's Mm. just there's not much more perfect than that
1: great answer buddy i know you love to camp I do you know I love to camp Listen. at the Hilton <laughs> okay and that's, that's our, okay
2: it's a camper okay not, a okay, not camping
0: okay no, right this is yeah tent I'm still into that tent thing but it's right. okay just so really? I'm ready to move up in the world okay but I don't think that's gonna happen that's okay, okay. <laughs> but that's for another show <laughs>
1: All right, Tony. So we are at the favorite part of our show, uh, which is two truths and a lie. And we always play in honor of our friend, Cam Kirst. And I know that you know, Cam. I do. If you want to know anything more about Cam, you can just simply play this game with her and you will learn all kinds of things that you (laughs) didn't know. So you are going to tell us three statements about you. Two of those will be true. One of those will be a lie. I do think we had somebody that started giving us three truths, but anyway, we we got back on track so okay. it's, it's two truths and one lie and you mix up the order yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think i think we had some people did two truths and a lie and, went, <laughs> oh. and we went oh we're supposed to be and guessing that's right. right the literal aspect right.
2: okay. of what they did and, and if
1: you're really sneaky you'll you'll pick something we haven't talked about in the show but anyway oh so dear. uh tony are you ready to give us your two truths and a lie not necessarily in that order
2: i am ready I can't. All right, wait. buddy.
1: Are you ready? Because we don't I, have Ginger listen, today, so it's but, you and me.
0: Okay, but I'm going to tell you, we know each other so well. This will be, but, yeah. But but clearly, every time we do this, yeah. we learn something. Yeah, we get incredibly. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to say just because she's my friend that I'm going to know the no. answers. So it could gonna, actually we're gonna, be harder. This could be very hard. It could yeah. be. Okay. okay. I, I, right. did,
2: I did have a life before I met y'all.
0: But it wasn't much oh, of one. I mean, you, know,
2: oh, you couldn't have. <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Give right, it to uh, us,
1: buddy. I got a pen. Are you ready? I, I'm ready. Okay. okay.
2: All right. So, number so, so they're, they're a little wordy. I hope that's okay because oh,
1: Lord. This, uh, yeah. Okay. It's not okay. just
2: uh, this. It's okay. I've got to get a
1: note, get a notepad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm yes. <laughs>
2: so quickly, quickly be able to take notes. So, my first. Statement about myself is that I lived in California. I met a movie director. This is all one. I acquired a secretary position, and I bought a round trip ticket back to LA to stay.
1: Okay, buddy, I think I got most of that. Oh, I need to
2: repeat it. I can't. No, that's okay. That's that's loaded. I'm trying to go. Loaded.
0: Okay. Sorry. Number two.
2: Number two. I hang glided off of Ruby Falls Mountain when I was in college.
0: Okay.
1: All right.
2: All right. And number three, I won a tennis tournament that sent me to New York City for a week.
1: Is that and the I, end? Oh, i oh, sorry. There's more.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, let me, let me keep
0: <laughs> okay. well, she's, She She's given us a chance to write these down. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you.
2: Just because it makes it a little more interesting. And lost in the finals. And the finals was a new car for the prize.
0: <sighs> okay. Number one, she wins the prize of the longest. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> <in life. Because laughs> the most, the most complicated. You, under, you understand that. She's made it so long that any one little item right, is right. Out, of, out of whack. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say, I believe number two is true because I think she is a, she loves risk. Hand gliding, yes. I just think that number two, do you don't feel like number two? Buddy, can would, I just say something real quick? Yes. Okay, we have a problem. Oh, no. That's the, the problem, only one you thought
1: was was false. The problem is I think one and three are true. So now we
0: have three two, truths. You're saying, I think, I think, three, a, I think three, I think three, no, I think three. I think two and three, two and three are true. You think number one is false? I don't
1: Where she think, went back to LA. She lived in California, which that could have happened as a kid. Why do I think her dad was something with that could have made it possible for them to leave it, live in California at some point but Uh, okay so you're telling me you don't think she would hang glide i don't i think ruby falls is a red herring that's what i think buddy i think she probably went hang gliding in college but i don't i think ruby falls could be a little she's talking about the chattanooga area buddy i know where ruby falls
0: is i'm just saying Okay, she could we, have been hang gliding this is why, off of like, Oak this is Mountain. why we don't do this. Ginger has to be here. Yes, Ginger is very calm oh my God. <laughs> and she does it and rational.
2: <laughs> and, and stop, you all,
0: yes, no, going. we don't do
1: it. No, 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 no. All right, we buddy, don't. What, what do you think is the, the not true one? Well, I think that's called a lie. Sorry, I okay, said the not I, true one. Okay, I you think it's I
0: believe, I believe number two and one, three, I. I think going back to LA, I think she may have been there. She said she had a round trip ticket. She back. never said she
1: she purchased a round trip ticket. She never said she went. Buddy, you have to
0: listen. Okay, I'm through. I don't want to <laughs> guess. I'm done. I All right. Don't let's like losing. Lose. You pick you
2: pick. Lose. <laughs> uh we know you don't like losing. Right. I do not so. like
1: losing. All right, buddy, you're picking I've number one.
2: To, okay, yes. Right? And, okay. and
1: clearly
0: you're you're going against me, and that's fine.
1: Tony, I think you went hang gliding somewhere other than Ruby falls. So you say two. two.
0: Okay. So we're, we're picking the lie. I say it's one. You say it's two. What if it's actually number three? Well, that would be perfect (laughs) actually.
2: (laughs) Then you both (laughs) struck out, right? Right.
0: Okay. So go ahead and give it to us. This is a time that I find out
2: which one is the lie. Yes. Well, or you
1: can walk us through however you want to do
2: it. I I can tell you first off, tell you which one is the lie. So the lie is number two
0: damn dumb I don't, I like, don't like losing. No, I, I, no. I, I think everybody in this falls. whole school of education is now thinking something's happened because I just <laughs> screamed. I am not happy. Uh oh. Sorry, Uh oh. I have a guest at my door. Oh no. Okay.
1: It's okay. So number uh, two. Number, so uh, Tony, you went hang gliding. I was so into that.
2: Right? No? I did yes. not, okay. I've never hang glided. Ever ever
0: what tony I'm you're shocked. a wild woman you do really okay that's it i don't know you <laughs> I'm through. Oh, oh my gosh hey! Look, i don't know how to help pat, you here our buddy it's right. Ryan. hey <laughs> it's pat Sajak. i'm vanna white it's pat Sajak. I'm...
2: hey it's vanna
0: <laughs> hey man oh gosh
2: Look, I, I got to tell you, you know, I haven't seen most everybody except on screens for such a long time, but hearing everybody on this podcast throughout the weeks, you know, all seven people that listen to it. Right. Um, it just, 20, it just, yeah. It's just wonderful. So it's so good to see you guys and hear everybody's voice. It's great. Good to see
0: you, Ryan. Uh, so, hey, Ryan, I need you at the summit to be Pat Sajak again this year. Would you do yeah. that? I, yeah, I'm in. Hannah. I'm in. Okay. That's it. Okay. That made me I just lost something, but you just yeah, you gave you me, to me you gave me the win. Ryan, I love you. You've made me feel better. So thank you. Hey, everybody, need to Every you. everybody needs a win. Here thank you. That's true. Thank you. Bye. Hey, this, this is a guest promo, free guest this promo right here today. <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, thanks. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, hey, seriously. That was that was a good. I mean that you did the California I, gig. I okay. Tell us about I, that. I, yeah, me. we need to hear a little bit more about that.
2: Well, so I lived in California for a month and a half. <laughs> See. And, and I went out there. I was not going to finish my master's degree, believe it or not. I was at, um, I was at UNC Greensboro. I w- it was in between early on in teaching. Uh, I lost my dad tragically after five years of my first teaching place, and I just wanted to run away, and I had been involved in theater, and I moved out to California, and um, my brother actually did his undergraduate in California, knew a movie director. I actually met with a movie director. I actually got a job as a secretary, a private secretary, or executive secretary is what they called it. I had to take the typing test and everything. I had to do (laughs) 55 words a minute on the typing test. I got it. And um, I bought a round trip ticket back to L.A. I was going to move, get, go back to Huntsville, get my stuff and move back, move out to L.A. Uh, But something happened on the way back. And... Actually, my professor at UNC Greensboro said, Tony, you cannot, you cannot, I had done everything up to defending my thesis. Um, I'd done my comps, everything. And he said, you cannot leave. You must do this. Once you do it, then you can go do whatever you want. So that, that made me just, in all my despair over losing my father, tragically, I... I said what are you doing? You know. And I decided, you know what? I can be happy doing amateur semi-professional theater in Alabama or somewhere else and I and I'm going to stay with my teaching because that's what I love. So.
0: Okay, I need to know there's no way you heard Round Trip Ticket Charity and you knew that. So wait, I'm, I
2: Wait. Okay, go. Wait. Ahead. wait you
0: <laughs> really? You you said it at y'all talked to each other before the show. Funny, so you can. I read. wrote down every you, word she you, said. You you no, there's no you way that you would now, have known You that. lost and you think I an can't inside stand job. losing to you.
1: Oh, <laughs> to me. See, there's an honest statement right there. That is a
0: truth. Okay, That thank is you. a truth. Okay, that explains a lot okay. of hotel room volleyball too. Okay, okay but and you lied. Oh, know you you cheated so bad there. Okay, mm. Tony. Yes, I think that's a powerful thing that you said that 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 you went out there because we do things when in emotional moments Mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't know that about you, but I, and I'm really sorry that you had that event, but it, it um, I'm glad you came back because truthfully, I can't imagine our profession Mm -hmm. without you. So in truth, I know that that was a loss for California (laughs) and all those, all those shows, but it was a gain for us. And so truthfully uh, that was, that was that was a nice yeah. two truths and
1: a lie. So thank hey, Tony, you. I got to know. Did Jeanette Crew have any idea you were thinking about doing this?
2: Um, you know, I don't think I ever told her. I was going to say uh. that's a
1: phone call. I don't think I would have wanted to make. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. She, um, you know, but I was just in a, a time in my life where with despair and yeah. um, unemo you know, very emotionally distraught, and you know, we do things.
0: Yeah. When yeah. we're like
2: that, when tragedy strikes,
0: and um, sure, I'm glad you didn't go.
1: I'm glad mm. I
2: didn't
1: either. <laughs> well, Tony, this has been a great show, and it's been so fun to hang out with you and see you. And uh, buddy, I'm so glad we're getting uh, Pat Sajak and Banna White back together. That, that is going to silent auction. Let's
0: see. Everybody should just come. Everybody oh, should yeah. come just for this show. Right. For her. For the. She may have even put on. Hey, we mm. need to do some kind of singing and dancing event we, as in you No, no, no 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 no, <laughs> no we just got through talking about tony b oh i'm through talking to you tony, tony don't you
1: think we would be the best Sonny and share
0: that is, ever please seen. do not start this no no i would love for you to be no yeah. yes i would yeah. love thank you for laughing would no, you please be, be the share no. listen no tony i need you to be share and i need there to be a tony and share show uh, at this summit with uh, Tony, <laughs> buddy. I think Sonny. you, did you eat your lunch today, buddy. Are you? Are you no, crashing? Are it's you over here. Boss? I am. I'm sorry, okay. but I really hope that you'll do the the song and dance with uh, charity because we need. That's going to actually cause some major commotion at that no, event. I, yeah, that I think would be we'll, great.
1: Let Ryan, we'll let Ryan do it. Well, okay, Tony, well, it was great spend to spend it. this time with you. Thank you so much for being on the show our best to Mary Leo always. And, uh, thanks for sharing with us. It was, it was a delightful, delightful time spent today.
2: Well, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for asking. I feel honored to be asked and, uh, to share a little bit about myself and y'all just keep on doing the great things you're doing. Cause it's, um, It's a great organization and and I'm going to be promoting it with my students.
1: Well, thank you. We appreciate that. And just as a reminder to our 38 listeners, we do look forward to seeing all of you at the 2022 Health and Physical Literacy Summit in Birmingham, Alabama, February 13 through 15, where we will have Pat Sajak, Vanna White, possibly Sonny and Cher. We'll never know who's going to turn up. Uh, Registration information is available at nahpl.org. Or you can just Google the National Academy of Health and Physical Literacy to come up with the uh, website where you will find more information, buddy. I think you made it through a whole show without crying. I Am did. I right? Is this yes. the first one that you?
0: Well, there's a tear. There is a tear over here. Oh gosh! Oh And it, it's okay. It's it's okay. But I've but it's been fun. See, okay. that's what you need to know. Tony brings joy yes. and energy, and I didn't have to cry. So, yeah. even when I talked about Mary that was to, important that was it uh, listen when i talked about both y'all's mothers it got a little woo, got a little yeah, but, listening okay but well, just, I, made it through. I made it through yeah thank one, you one, one tier is a victory let's be yes
1: clear. that's yeah, it is all right well listen thanks for being here today tony and to all of our listeners we will talk to you in a week have a great one everybody